okay? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. What are you guessing? Uh, What's that? Instagram. A big swinging dick. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm watching on Instagram. A big swinging dick. <laughs> you better leave this in, though. This okay. is like the lead up to, you know. How scary can these stories get? It's like our listeners walked in on a private moment. It was like, uh, we're just here at the house waiting for our listeners to get here. And then they get here in the middle of our conversation, listening to what we actually talk about in private between us. Yeah. Like your obsession with watching big swinging dicks. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, hi. I, I didn't see you oh, hi, just Mark. get here. Uh, oh, hi, Mark. All right. Hi, creeps. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's uh, Sunday now. Yeah. And this is your third installment of Weekly Creep this Word. weekend. Um, happy Dia de los Muertos for those who celebrate. Happy All Saints Day for the zero amount of listeners that listen to us and go to church on All Saints Day. Happy everything. Word. Happy Creeps. All right. So, um, Creeps Giving. Creeps Giving. Creepsmas. <laughs> so yeah i know uh halloween is technically over now no um, never i know but the day okay yeah yeah the, the commercialized one yes yeah but halloween will always be in your soul halloween will live on in your hearts yeah but um one thing i will definitely say i'm a huge christmas fan yeah he is like big time it's like just being bet into me it's really sweet. Over the years, I love Christmas. His family loves Christmas. Yeah, it's a big deal in our house. Yeah. But also, I don't see the shame in spooky Christmas. You know what I mean? I'm big into it. Like, let's just mash Halloween and Christmas together. Yeah, like Christmas like Nightmare ghost Before stories. Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I think they were they were setting the tone, but no one picked up. Yeah, maybe not, yeah. The trend that they were laying down. Yeah. And I will admit also, I've never seen any of those Christmas horror movies, but this year, guess what? We're watching all those horrible Christmas horror movies. Fuck yeah. Oh, like Gingerbread Man? Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Gary Busey? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he looks yeah. batshit. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, now that we're talking about trashy um, Christmas movies, um, I want to note that crazy movie that I was expecting to be bad. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Dulce really likes bad movies. Yeah. Really bad horror movies. I love those. Uh, Killer Sofa. You can find it on Amazon. Um, you, If you watch the trailer or read the synopsis, don't, don't be... Don't be fooled. Put off by that. Just dive in. Sure, it's an hour you won't get back, but you won't <laughs> regret it. Yeah, honest to God, because we sat down and I was like, oh, come on. Like, I don't want to watch this bullshit. I had a great time. Like, yeah, it was it a was good movie. A strange premise. I'll give it that. It's Australian also. Oh, um, so, no, it was from New Zealand. Oh, my bad. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no, no don't. Ups- no, I'm not upset. Let's be that. authentic. Uh, so my bad. It was new from New Zealand. Um, But yeah, it was actually... They made it spooky. Yeah. They made it spooky, but it was so funny at the same time. Yeah. 
It was ridiculously good. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, I'm not saying discredit me, but just know that I do plan to watch films like Five Headed Shark and. Um, you see that I'm just not into. We did Octopus watch that versus uh, Shark. What was that? And they're scary movies. It's not National Geographic. It's just Octopus versus Shark. Crawl. The, the, those like sci-fi movies. I'm not talking about Crawl. It was terrible. It was Santa funny. Jaws. Remember? Yeah, Santa we Jaws. Watched, yeah, we did watch Santa oh, Jaws recently. Oh my gosh. And uh, of course I had to get like a bootleg copy of it. Um, and so the fucking audio was off. Yeah. It was terrible. But we still enjoyed it. Yeah, we did. But uh, okay, so like... But Killer Sofa still reigns supreme. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was like surprisingly good and cannot recommend it enough. Sometimes my movie taste gets me into trouble. And when I say that, I mean like puts me to sleep on the sofa. <laughs> like the one that I do not recommend. And I'm, I put I put my sister and my brother-in-law through was uh, Ants on a Plane. That one was bad but not in a good way so don't watch that one just watch killer sofa and if you want well i mean i don't care what you want because i'm gonna talk about another bad movie if like uh, you know like a bad but good movie Mm -hmm. if i see one again i will tell you all about it but yes killer sofa strongly recommend yeah anyway before we went off on that tangent i was just saying like don't be sad that halloween is over (laughs) Be happy that it's coming again. And in the meantime, let's make the most of spooky Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, we really did go off on a tangent. Christmas. All right. Yeah. So, um, listen to stories episode. All right. Who wants to go first? You or me? You go. Okay. So, this is by Lorenzo coming from United Kingdom. Scare the shit down my pant legs right now pants leg you have to shower again dude it's worth it we'll do it okay all right whatever (laughs) all right so i volunteered at a nursery for a period of six months before it closed it was small and we only had seven children it was nice for my first week but then it got creepy the layout was the main hall a small walkway to the kitchen and a closed-off bit that led to the storage room. It was used as a social club, too, and the chairs used were stacked in an old bathroom. The door we used to take the children out was weird. There was a curtain that hid this massive sink, and that's what I assume it was. Maybe it was a bath? Not sure. Anyway, on to the experiences. In the kitchen, I always thought someone was watching me from the doorway. I was watching up and I walked into the open cupboard door. I'm sure it was shut. Other cupboards and drawers would open and shut. In the end, I was looking around making sure to know what was shut so I would know if something opened on its own. That's smart. (laughs) I walked out of the kitchen one day and the other staff were talking about ghosts. I was interested in what they were on about so I asked. They told me that the owners of the hall said they heard footsteps in the hall when we had all gone home. We were all a little freaked by that because we they checked and the hall was empty. It all died down. Everyone forgot. It could have been anything causing sounds. 
they started leaving me in the nursery alone because we had to be in different places. I would finish the washing up and sit in the hall, waiting to be picked up. Sounds would surround me, thumps, footsteps, clunks. I told myself people were in the bar next door to keep myself from freaking out. In the end, I took the broom as a way of defense in case something attacked me <laughs> and watched YouTube to stop being scared. I do that too. Yeah, you have to do it. Family Guy is my go-to or the office. I do that at night when I don't have my nightlight on. I'll like listen or watch YouTube. Um, I would go to the toilet and the bean bags would have moved. Wow. The staff changed and I was no longer left alone in the nursery. Around that time, we started to look after a baby. He would sleep in the storage room. What? We, <laughs> we had a monitor in with him, and we would hear stranger noise, noises on it. The manager insisted he always made those noises when sleeping. His dummy would always go missing. I guess his, like, um, his, his little doll. Yeah, no, yeah. A, a dummy. What's that? Uh, like your soaker, your pacifier. Oh. Sorry. It would be under the cot, under the cot's mattress. Somewhere really weird. That is weird. Another time, the door to the storage room opened by itself and shut again. The oldest child and me looked at each other. Then she went to tell the manager. <laughs> the manager <laughs> insisted it was a wind. <laughs> That's a baby Karen. <laughs> yeah. I would have looked into the place, but I have looked into the place, but couldn't find anything. That's a weird one. That's a weird setup, and like how she, how the little kid told the manager. That's funny. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it is. It's like I have a complaint. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know because the like my play school, preschool, whatever you want to call it, the place where I attended mm-hmm. as a three year old or two year old or the something. Crush. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, that was in a place called the castle, mm-hmm. and it was like it looks like a big old castle. Mm, that's cool yeah i'm pretty like i can't remember it i just know that it was called the castle i think it's funny how um in the story um when they were talking about the baby and his monitor like the manager insisted it's like oh yeah the baby always makes weird noises like that and in my head i'm like what if those noises were like low guttural growls where it's like like the devil making noises and the manager says oh yeah that that baby makes those noises all the time (laughs) it's just like a rap battle going on (laughs) (laughs) it's god that's just baby steven all right all right go for it so this is from reddit user wtf i guess ghosts real (laughs) Uh, so i think wtf stands for why the face but anyway (laughs) (laughs) it starts off like sideshow bob yeah stepped on a rake okay i'm a hard skeptic (laughs) (laughs) just rock hard not believing in it (laughs) yeah you are (laughs) all right let's get serious How hard is he? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm a hard skeptic, but I always trust other people's experiences. So basically, when my co-workers tell me there's a ghost at our workplace, I smile and nod and affirm their experiences, but don't strictly believe there isn't a rational explanation for their various stories. 
I'd be in the same boat. I'll include a couple below because what happened tonight was pretty tame compared to theirs. Anyway, due to a decade of no one ever being willing to close alone due to events that happen here, we always close in pairs. It's a big two-story boutique, but the upstairs is just our offices. Go figure that I, as the IT guy, have the web office, aka the place where most of the worst shit happens. So anyway, most of the things people have experienced have pretty easy explanations with a few pocket cases. Like, if boxes move between a closing shift and a mid-shift, it was probably the opener, right? Maybe they forgot. If the person worked at Clopen, mm. I get that being suspicious. But again, I just assumed there was some missing element that made it make sense. You should explain Clopen to I'm, people who never work retail. I'm about to. Oh, okay. Uh, a Clopen shift, which I've never called it before, but I've heard Dulce using it, um, is when you work the late shift... The last shift, like you close the store the night before and then you're in first thing in the morning to open the store again. Clopen. I'm so freaked out right now, so I'm rambling so bad. Sorry. Anyway, tonight I was working on the retail floor, closing with a co-worker, which I do sometimes for extra money. So we've pretty much finished all of our respective tasks. She and I, bro- she and I both do pretty thorough closes since it's the only shift we do. It's about 11.30 at night and she and I are shooting the shit while she finishes her last task, taking money back downstairs. I followed her down for the company. We get downstairs to the mostly dark retail floor and there's a big boom, like someone just jumped loudly in one of the locked offices upstairs. We look at each other in silence, then go to the cameras. I'm trying to explain that while she was off the floor, the only person in the retail floor except me was her boyfriend, and I made him leave at closing. I'm 100% sure no one else was inside, as I had to check all the rooms as part of my closing duties. We build tasks into each other for redundancy, so I have to check the bathroom to clean it, and I have to check the fitting rooms to take out the trash, etc. So I know there's no one in there. She's silent still and staring at the cameras, Nothing is moving, nothing has fallen off the shelves. No one is upstairs. All the office doors are still closed. She says, I just want to see if I can see it. I got goosebumps. The ghost? I ask. Before she can answer, it happened again. She said she wishes her boyfriend was there to check it out. Well, I'm a big, strong, brave, skeptical man who knows there's no one there, so why go to check? She turns the lights back on for me and I walk the whole floor and check the rooms while she watches. Nothing is even weird except for uh, some products are in the wrong places that we missed. So I fix them. Finally, we decide to go upstairs to turn off the last computer that we close with and submit her paperwork. When we get upstairs, my office door is open. At this point, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. When one of the floorboards in the hall to my right squeaks loudly... Definitely not a boom, just like someone was walking too heavily on them. Now I'm convinced someone is still in the store, and that I've missed them. I storm down the hall and turn on all the lights and start opening offices. No one. Nothing. So I close the doors behind me as I go through all the offices and get to the stock room right behind where the squeak was. Obviously, it's a stock room, so I don't have the key, but it's the only place that has floorboards from the hall running into it. So I ask her to unlock it, and I notice she's very frightened. 
She says, I don't want to. I say, if you unlock it, I'll check it. You can wait here. She agrees. I step inside and turn on the light to find absolutely nothing out of place at all. I step inside and lo and behold, there is the squeaky board just inside the door. So by now, I'm already giving more credence to the stories of the boxes in that room moving. And I for sure am not fucking with the stories about my goddamn office. So I close and lock it without stepping inside. Now, for why the heck I would never set foot in my own office after close if you fucking bribe me after that night. The stories about that office are way, way scarier. The rest of the building has stories like, ooh, boxes move, ooh, sometimes stuff falls off the hangers at night, etc. But that office has straight up demonic stories. Looming shadows that move on their own. Booming, unearthly growls that fill the entire upstairs, but come from there. The two I heard first. One night, one of my co-workers apparently was finishing up his clothes, which includes taking the trash out of my office. In the next room, his girlfriend was completing the cash clothes on that last computer that I mentioned, which is in the upstairs lobby area. While he was in there, alone, he heard the booming, unearthly growl and apparently left the room immediately, dropping the trash bag and leaving the lights on. She was staring at him wide-eyed. Apparently she heard it very clearly too. I heard the story from each of them at different times. So one night I was closing with another girl and she said it was spooky in there that night. Amused, I, I asked if she'd heard the stories and told a brief summary of them. She went so pale, stopped what she was doing and stared at me in horror. Have I told you that story? Apparently neither of them had mentioned to her what they'd experienced and she had experienced the same thing while closing with her girlfriend one night. Her girlfriend uses my office to process some things and at some point in the day she had gone to pester her girlfriend and left her jacket in there. And she was sleepy by the time she finished closing so she whined at her girlfriend to go get her jacket for her. Her girlfriend saw a weird shadow that moved across the hall so she flicked on the lights and then the growl happened. My co-worker heard it from the bottom of the stairs where she was waiting. Needless to say, she got the jacket in the morning. So yeah, I had just excused those as maybe there was an animal in the ceiling, but we don't have gaps in the ceiling. It's just ceiling, insulation, roof. I know because I work closely with our electrician, in brackets, who has some stories of his own about the place, but none that I remember well enough to recount. And he has to run all the wiring through the two inch gap between the walls. This building is almost as old as... Fucking hell, what an odd um, thing to say. This building is almost as old as White Settlement in the region. And was originally built as a small factory. Later served a brief stint as an under the table brothel. They installed the walls upstairs also. I know what a trope that is, I take it with a grain of salt. Then a bar, and then came to be owned by the guy who owns it now, where he runs this boutique. He tore down some of the walls upstairs and built an upstairs bathroom. I have no idea how a bar could operate in this building with so little space between walls and floors for piping, but so goes the stories. I just want this to make sense. I've never heard someone in a place where I know no one is and I know to y'all, this is probably so old hat as to be unexciting, but I literally did not believe in ghosts until tonight. 
I'm actually pretty eager to go back to not believing them, if I'm honest. All right. So this one is by user Solid Wolf from the United States, specifically Maine. Uh, so my Mar- my friend Margaret, she's in her late 80s, is experiencing some problems. She loves dolls. That is a big problem. Hmm. She just bought a ton of dolls at an auction. They were from around the early 1800s. People really just gravitate towards the 1800s. Huh? Yeah. But then again, a lot of shit went down in the 1800s, I suppose. A couple nights ago, she had them all spread out in her dining room table. She left them there when she went to bed. About 12 that morning, she heard a noise and she woke up and got out of bed to see what what it was. As she walked through the hall and into the dining room, she saw a little boy sitting at her table. She walked a little closer and saw that the whole side of his face was burned, like maybe he had been caught in a fire. So she started shaking her cane at him and started yelling at him, saying things like, Who are you? What are you doing in my house? And so on. <laughs> The little boy looked up at her, stood up, then disappeared. This, of course, startled her, and she spun around to go back through the hall. Now, her den is right next to her dining room. As she spun around, something caught her eye in the den. She looked in again and saw a man staying above her coffee table, looking at something. She started yelling again, and the man immediately disappeared. Okay, that was a couple nights ago. Now, last night, she was sleeping, and around 5 a.m., she heard a noise and woke up again. This time to see a young lady in a pre-Civil War-type skirt, full length and such. The lady had a small, fine paintbrush in her hand, and it looked like she was painting the mirror that Margaret has on her wall. Margaret started yelling at her, and she disappeared. She eventually fell back asleep when at 7 a.m. she woke up and saw a young black girl, about 14 maybe, standing at the end of her bed. She was wearing the same type of dress. The girl looked like she was looking down at something near Margaret's feet. Again, Margaret yelled at her and the ghost disappeared. She's pretty freaked out and she can't figure out why this is happening. I think it has something to do with the dolls. That day after the sighting of the little boy and the man, she packed all the dolls up and put them away in a spare room. I think these ghosts might be the owners of these dolls, and they're just looking for them. We have tried to convince her that she needs to try to talk to them, but she refuses. And she's in her 80s? Yeah. Old people are so, like, badass. Yeah. You get out of my house. (laughs) You dirty ghost, you. <laughs> Let me shake my cane at you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, fuck that. Who buys secondhand dolls? Like, And why would you tell her to talk to them? No, Margaret, you keep fucking yelling at them. Yeah. No, get rid of them. Yeah. This one is from Reddit user, a toasted ravioli. Nice. Damn, Let- I want ravioli. <laughs> Let me preface this by saying I'm not 100% a skeptic, but I need some pretty damn compelling evidence before I say, all right, yep, that's a spirit or ghost. And several things have happened that I just don't have an explanation for. I've never really had paranormal experiences until I moved here. The first significant thing that happened was when we were both in bed, getting ready to fall asleep. I had been in bed for a few minutes longer 
and was in that half awake, half asleep state. I was conscious enough to know what was going on, but I was for sure close to falling asleep. As my girlfriend turned off the light and pulled up the covers, she muttered under her breath. I assumed she was fussing about how much the blanket I had or something. So I said, what did you say? (laughs) And she replied, that wasn't me. I realized then that not only did she not say the sentence I heard, but she also heard it. I said, you didn't just say something under your breath? And she swore that it wasn't her. The second significant thing that's happened was the discovery of a handprint after the strange behavior of my girlfriend's two-year-old. Her daughter woke up in the middle of the night, as usual, while I was in the kitchen. I saw her come out of the bedroom and she put her hands in the air with the blank look on her face. I said her name out loud and she bolted out of my sight towards the complete dark, completely dark basement stairwell. This was already weird enough because she always cries and wants her mom when she wakes up at night, as two-year-olds do. She's also not a fan of the dark, so this was particularly strange. We got her to bed, and the next morning, on our basement stairwell, which is carpet, I saw a huge handprint on the landing, halfway down the stairs. I could fit my hand nicely inside of it, and I'm 5'11". That's a big handprint. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the carpet was very stiff, as if something had been spilled and then dried. I tried to recreate the imprint in the carpet, but I couldn't get it to look just like the handprint I'd found. Aside from this, we have the dog staring and barking at nothing, interference of some kind on the television occasionally, the sounds of things getting rustled around or dropped, and I try to disprove or recreate everything that happens, or at least try to have an explanation, but for many of these things, I just don't. Get the fuck out of the house. Yep. Burn it. The house is broken. Run away. (laughs) No, but seriously, that's fucked up. Um, I would trust the two-year-old and the dog. Yeah. I think if if we did have a dog, I would bring it to uh, house viewings with us. Mm, That's a good idea. And just kind of see how they make it out. I wouldn't trust either of the cats because... They just do what they're doing now. They're just laying there. They just don't give a fuck, man. No. Yeah. Keep staring at Porkchop's belly. It's so cute. Gargantuan. Give us your last one. All right. So this is from Lady Monticello or Monticello, depending on where you're from. And apparently she's from the U.S., so maybe Monticello. Specifically from Michigan. Many years ago, I was separated from my husband and living alone in our remote Michigan country home. This weekend, our children were at his house staying with him. I worked a long international three-day trip and had commuted home from Chicago O'Hare. Guessing that's the uh, airport. It was late when I arrived home, tired. I took my luggage in, dropping it by the front door. I grabbed a snack and answered a call from a relative. Then I headed straight to the bathroom and drew a hot bubble bath. I shut the shades before getting into the tub, even though there is nothing but woods behind my home for three miles. Red flag. I was relaxing in the hot water when I was jolted alert by hard banging on my front door. 
The outside screen door was metal and the noise it made was very loud. It traveled down the halls through the closed bathroom door. It continued with an urgency bang, 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 in threes. The loud knocking went. I grabbed a towel and feeling annoyed at the rude, loud knocking, I thought to myself, only my mother would knock so loudly. <laughs> and she's probably not alone, so I better get dressed. I quickly put my uniform back on, went to the front door, and as I turned the corner, the knocking stopped suddenly. As I reached for the door handle to throw open the door, the hair on my neck went up. I felt a cold chill go over me and a sudden feeling of doom. I pulled my hand away from the door handle and up to the door shade to peer out into the night. I expected to see my mother, but my porch was empty. I turned on the light and looked out. My driveway was empty. I looked to my right at my other driveway, to my barn. It too was empty. I picked up my phone and called my mother as I peered from my entranceway out into the night. I told my mother what had happened as I stood there looking out into the night. As we spoke behind me, I heard the sound of my hall closet door handle turning ever so slowly, and I turned to see it swing open. I screamed so loud that my mother yelled, Is someone killing you? <laughs> That's funny, because my mom would say some shit like that. <laughs> I said no. The closet just opened on its own. She told me to go look inside. My legs did not want to move. I was about eight feet, eight feet from the closet. I was finally able to look in. It was full of coats and such. No room for a real person in there. My heart was racing, and I was now fearful and I called my neighbor to shine his lights on my house. He drove down. It took him a long 15 minutes. My mother stayed on the phone with me until he arrived. I did not investigate. I grabbed my suitcase still by the door while my neighbor, who lived two miles away, was in my driveway. I got in my Tahoe and left. Whatever it was that night felt evil. Wow. That's insane. That is so strange. I was like, I had actually posted on Reddit this week because I'm a Redditor now. <laughs> uh, asking about like, just trying to find people to say like, people that didn't necessarily live in haunted houses or work in haunted buildings or anything, but just asking them for like one-off random experiences. You know what I mean? Like I've lived, or I lived in my parents' house for what, like, well, the house we have lived there for like 20 years now almost. No. Yeah, 20 years, yeah. Um, and I have had like one or two random experiences in that house. But nothing like consistent or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd love to know like say people had spent 30, 40 years in their house and had just one night of weird poltergeist activity that was just totally unexplained. But yeah, Reddit being Reddit, uh, my post got removed from like most of the places because they were saying, oh, well, you actually shared this on another Reddit site and stuff like that. So I got no decent answers. Mm. But if, if anybody else out there does have like random ass shit like that that never happened again in their house or place that they work, please share them. Or if you're that fucking Redditor that keeps taking away his fucking posts, fuck you. Yeah, suck a dick. 
so this story is probably going to be pretty short, but it's one that always stuck with me. Um, that my one of my grandmothers told me. So years ago, she was walking back to my granddad's house, my granddad's parents' house, with his sister. Right, so it was just the two girls walking down the road. Now they're in like their twenties at this stage. And uh, wherever they're coming back from, I don't know. But when they get to the kind of junction on the road where they need to cross over across the street, they can see my granddad's parents' house, which is still there to this day. Like, and But as soon as they put their foot on the street to cross it, there's this huge big bush in the front garden and this big hedge catches fire. Like gigantic like it was up to the second story window the hedge was and as soon as nanny stepped onto the road this thing caught fire and it looked like the whole house was about to burn down and with the shock of seeing this like boom out of nowhere they jumped back up on the path on the sidewalk and it stopped no more fire so they they were like what the fuck was that so they stepped down, they, they went across the road again. Same thing happened. Big, huge fire. And they were like panicking. They were like, oh my God, everybody's going to be burned alive in the house. Like, what the fuck is going on? And she said this happened like a few times where it got to the point where they just stayed on this side of the road because every time they put their foot on the tarmac or the asphalt to cross the street, this fucking huge fire would just envelop the house again or the garden at least and I asked her like what how did it stop you know what I mean she said after a while it just wasn't there anymore and they were able to cross the road and go into the house and that's it she's like I guess this would have happened maybe 50 years ago but that's her only recollection she's like it it happened the two of us saw it and it was just I think she said it might have happened again on a separate occasion just one other time but um yeah that was it that's like her ghost story kind of thing definitely unexplained but i do think it's interesting to note that my one of my granddad's brothers did die in a house fire in england but like it wasn't that night or anything you know what i mean so anyway they wanted me to share that story and me too. I'd actually I'd like to hear if anybody else has had any kind of had any kind of similar experiences. Like or just I know Jim Harold would call it a head scratcher. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they saw um like if that house had been on fire before or maybe before that house was built another one had been had once stood there and went down in flames before this one had been built. Yeah, maybe cuz I know yeah, they were the the original owners of that house um so yeah maybe there was something there before but yeah so thanks nanny yeah thanks nanny nanny margie nanny margie yeah <laughs> all right clean calls her a sexy bitch yeah all right guys that's it halloween is over take down the decorations go crawl back into the cave you came out of Take out, take down the decorations from outside and just bring them inside. Like put them up inside. Yeah, lay down that twelve foot Home <laughs> 12 Depot foot skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> put them uh, in here. 
If you don't know what we're talking about, just look up 12-foot Home Depot skeleton meme. Yeah, he won Halloween this year. <laughs> yeah, he did. But yeah, like, nah, like I was saying, spooky season is forever. So... Did you just have a? Gl- were you just glitching? I am tired. This is <laughs> we have recorded much today. Yeah. Usual shit. If you listen to us on iTunes, please, please, please rate and review. We're uh, like we're like Angela. We're like we're happy to be judged. Yeah, judge us. <laughs> um, we I have I find that I hold up to the most severe scrutiny. <laughs> that's an office quote for those yeah. of you who don't know um yeah follow us on instagram twitter uh facebook youtube youtube yeah man show us Anywhere. some love yeah um everything is that weekly creep if you do want to share your stories and you feel like it's a little bit too long or anything feel free to send us an email weeklycreep at gmail.com and we'll be back on friday for some yeah. regularly programmed creeps. Yeah. I think it's snack time. My ass is starting to hurt. Yeah, my bum gets sore. That means I'm hungry. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.